0: everybody. Welcome. <laughs> this is Ming Chen. Um, I guess I'll put this on the Ming Mike Show. I'll also put this on, this on the Shared Universe podcast feed. Oh,
1: cool. Okay. Because
0: so, why not? So I'm here, Lainey Labans Hi. of IDDS Management. <laughs> I don't do subtle. That's what IDDS stands for. That is. If you go back a year, you'll listen to a podcast that we did with Laney uh, at the Sunset Marquee Hotel. So because Laney is here, yes, everybody, that does mean I am indeed... In Los Angeles, California. (laughs) Um, I came out to attend Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario, California this weekend. If you're anywhere near the Inland Empire area, come out and hang out with me. Uh, I'll be there with Tommy Walker and there are a whole bunch of other cool guests as well. Um, I'll have to pull up the list. I'm, I was only concerned about me and Tommy Walker. <laughs> right, you of know, course, Tommy's, naturally. Tommy's my homie. Uh, Tommy, you may know from Daredevil and Henry Danger and from the band Sweet Fix. Um, but I kind of came out here and I came out a couple of days early and I was hoping to maybe find a way to promote a shared universe podcast studio and maybe network a little bit. But I really had no plans when I came out here. So literally as I landed, Lainey was like, well, I texted you. I was like, hey, man, are you are, are you busy today?
1: And I was doing nothing. I w- I mean I was working, but I was doing yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah, you were well. You are able to do both, so right. which is pretty awesome.
1: I was pl- I was actually planning my day revolved around going to Target to buy pins because I uh, needed more pins specifically highlighters specifically highlighters yeah. to highlight the good things in my life. <laughs> yeah, so it was cool.
0: So you swung uh, graciously picked me up from the airport. Yes. We went over to Venice Beach, California, where we ate at a place called the Butcher's Daughter, mm-hmm. which was pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, very LA, very delicious. Yeah, Fancy. and.
0: So I ended up meeting a woman named Melissa who runs a podcast called uh, Food Pussy and Weed, which you should be able to find on uh, iTunes very soon. Um, she's recorded a bunch of episodes. She's going to release it Netflix style where oh, you can binge smart. listen to all of them. That's really smart. And I'm going to be helping out with that. I shared universe is going to be helping her out with that. But I met her like a week or two ago and she was like, hey... Do you rent your gear? And I have portable gear here, as you know, because I come out to California and I podcast. But it was never part of the plan to rent out gear. The part of the plan was to rent out like a whole studio to people hourly. And I was kind of like, I never. Y- yeah. Yeah. We rent gear. Yeah. How much, how much gear do you need? Of course we rent gear. Yeah. Don't be, don't be silly. <laughs> uh, yeah. We never considered that. So, and I was like, well, wh- where, where are you going? And she's like, L.A. I'm like, oh, I'm going to L.A. What dates are you going to be there? And they happen to coincide. So what I did was I brought all the gear down with me and I met her yesterday um, at a very unique place. We're going to give them a lot of plugs because we've totally fallen in love with them.
1: Yes. And they gave us free stuff.
0: Yes. So um, <laughs> we went to this place called Ease, which is a, a cannabis marijuana delivery service based in the California area.
1: Postmates for weed.
0: Yes. Yeah, basically, or kind of like Uber Eats for weed. Like, you go to ease.com, that's spelled E-A-Z-E.com, and you can go on there and sign up for an account, and they verify your age. Um, I think the only rule here in California now, since it's recreational, is you you have to be over 21. Mm -hmm. Um, So we met Melissa to hand her off the gear, but she introduced us to this dude named Jason Pinsky, who is on Instagram. He's... What does he call himself, like the weed evangelist? He was the, the
1: ch- oh, a chief cannibal connoisseur, right? Or no, no chief, did I just make that up? I, let's one. see. You um,
0: so you can follow him at Jason Pinsky. He wants, he's trying to get over 10,000 followers. Yeah. So if you could follow him, we would appreciate it. Jason P-I-N-S-K-Y. He is also uh, at Weed Evangelist. Uh, mm-hmm. He is a cannabis connoisseur. He is the producer of a show called Bong Appetit on Viceland. Yes. And... He also works over at Ease. So we were over there and he gave us gr- this grand tour. So it was in this nondescript building, no sign or anything. And we went in and this place was magical. It was awesome. It just, I can't even describe. It was kind of like a modern, like architecture it was modern, like all very white with um, like just really cool office furniture. And we went in and I guess we can't describe too much. We signed an NDA, um, yeah. but it was really cool is what we're saying.
1: It was neat. Um, it was a neat building, and yeah. like everything was super high tech.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's like the office that I've always dreamed of.
1: Yeah, Ming was like, I want to go work there so I can have those desks.
0: Yeah, they had these desks with like buttons on it, and they would like raise and lower and like just change direction at the push of a button. And I was very jealous of them. So, uh, but we talked to Jason, really, really cool dude, mm-hmm. really awesome dude, and we we talked podcasts. So you know, I, I did in fact get to network a little bit. So. Um and I rented uh, Melissa the Gear. so um that was <laughs> that was that was uh i it's so weird like i really d- i you don't know where you're going to meet and you always want to network and meet people and and now I have something to kind of promote that that is Part of me and Mike that is the Shady Rose Podcast Studio.
1: Ming always takes me on the best adventures. Like when hey, I, but they're not planned. Though. No, I know, but they're the best. Like you'll be like, okay, we're gonna go do this, and then I end up in the most random places. I right, get it's the,
0: like, oh, we're at Rick and Morty. Yeah, studios. like let's go
1: to Rick and Morty Studios today. Okay, yeah. no yeah, you, problem. You want to see
0: where they where they make Rick and Morty? And then like, I'm like we, Yes, and, I do. Always. And and we do and we see like Justin Top Hat Jones and like yeah and yeah and Justin Roiland is there just rolls up on us just like, hanging out and he's like how are you guys and Brian you know Brian doesn't like much but he loves Rick and Morty mm-hmm. and even Who even me? even Brian was fanboy a little me. bit he does yeah Brian you're one of the few things that Brian Johnson likes <laughs> that so that honored. is that is the truth mm-hmm. like I could probably name maybe five to ten things that he truly likes so Sage. Mm-hmm. rick and morty yeah laney laban <laughs> i don't i don't even know if he likes comic book men or his own podcast probably or. not wall flying i'd put wall flying on that list too. okay yeah yeah for yeah. sure so <laughs> yeah so a lot of adventures out here today yeah but uh, we just i thought i would record with you because uh we like getting an update uh, so laney if you don't know her she works for a convention management company. It's
1: my convention management company. Yes,
0: it is hers. She's the co-owner. Yes, she is. I um, go on. She lo- does all the work. There's another dude named Daniel. <laughs> he does who something. does nothing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Daniel. Occasionally, Dan- Daniel Lozao. Um, what is what's the social media? Mine or all your companies, and then plug your own. Of course. Okay, okay. I'll plug everything. Okay. Um
1: you can check us out on instagram facebook or twitter at IDDSMGMT.
0: okay
1: and that's our website also iddsmgmt.com. Okay, and then um my social media my twitter my insta are my first and last name yeah so.
0: laney labens yeah and
1: that's l-a-b-e-n-s
0: yes a lot of you you get into a lot of adventures
1: I do, yeah. I um, I I'm a doll collector. You um, are, as you know, and as other people know.
0: Yeah, and these um, aren't just your like run of the mill dolls you get at Toys R Us. These are high end, right?
1: These are high end, art- heavily
0: articulated, very mm-hmm. detailed Japanese dolls.
1: Yes, and so um, when I travel, I always have one with me. So yeah. um, there's all sorts of crazy pictures of these dolls all over the world. They're better travel, better traveled than most people are. Yeah. Um, so my Insta revolves around that, and like,
0: I, I love how you you have a passion and a love for these I dolls i didn't
1: realize that that was weird
0: <laughs> no i don't recently, think it's weird at all
1: people are like it's so cool that you're passionate and i'm like isn't everybody passionate about something but yeah. apparently people are like scared to put their passions online uh, which in
0: this day and age shouldn't be the case anymore right you would think you,
1: it wouldn't be a big deal yeah. but it apparently is like it I, I mean even one of my really good friends
0: uh
1: who is into like fitness stuff he was like i would never like I'm, it's so cool that you post on yours that I would never. And I'm like, why I'm not? Like, oh,
0: why don't you promote? Yeah. Well, one promote, I guess it's a business for them. Do they, ish, no, they're a trainer? He, oh, they no, just No, he just okay. like
1: enjoys it. He right. just works out all the time. And like, and I was telling him, I was like, well, you should, if you enjoy it. Like my Instagram is just an amalgamation of the things that I enjoy and the things that make Yeah. Isn't me.
0: that why it's there?
1: I thought so. That's what I use I, it for. Yeah, that's what I use it for too. Yeah. I'm passionate
0: about travel and comics and pop culture right. and food. Hanging out with friends. Yeah. Food for yeah. sure. <laughs> food, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, ex- exquisite Japanese uh, Japanese whiskeys, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just, mm-hmm. just you know, stuff that I that I that we like. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that's weird. So
1: yeah, it's just so funny to me when people come up to me and they're like, "I love following you on Insta. You're, it's so great that you post about the stuff you love." And I'm like,
0: Oh, uh, thanks, yeah, thanks, thank you." I yeah. thought
1: that's what it was for.
0: Yes, it uh. is. So check her, check yes. out her adventures. So that's my stuff um, and the dolls, but yes. the uh, your your business, your. Um, your profession take yes. you around the world. My
1: profession, it does. I, um, I never thought that I would travel as much as I have. Yeah. Um, it's probably my favorite part of my job. It's, it's the biggest pain and also the best part. Sure. Um, I've gotten to see, uh, you know, so many things i never even dreamed yeah, of yeah
0: paris dude you got yeah. To, you're like paris like two three times a year yeah you're
1: like, it's oh, no I'm, big deal i'm
0: back here it's me at the champs it's again, just my and... second
1: home right i love it there i love it there so much you, you, you
0: know the only time i've seen paris i've seen it twice once superman 2 <laughs> when at the beginning yeah. and then when an urban get when the when the meteor took it out. oh my god that's pretty much it and all my insta and all your Instagrams. Uh, <laughs> so it's okay. I can, you know, I'll, I'll, li- you I'll live, I'll live vicariously through you. Okay. Have you hit all the usual stuff, like the Moulin Rouge? Oh yeah. Um
1: I didn't do Moulin Rouge I did crazy horse. Okay. Um, is that better? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Moulin Rouge is, I mean, they're both kind of it's touristy, tor- but yeah. Moulin Rouge is super touristy. But okay. I, my favorite, one of my favorite hotels, maybe my favorite hotel is down the street from the Moulin Rouge. Oh, cool. It's like up on the hill near Sokakua. Yeah. And so, um, so we would pass it all the time. Like yeah. Anytime we left the neighborhood, there's the Moulin Rouge. Um, Paris is the greatest city. I don't recommend doing touristy things. I recommend kind of going and trying to live more like a local and sure. things off the beaten path. Absolutely. Um, which are some cities that I would say, you know, the touristy stuff is the best stuff about them, but that's not Paris. And I feel that way about LA yeah. too. Like the touristy stuff is not the best stuff
0: how, about LA. Um, so, so how do you find underground Paris? Do you... I know... The stereotype is the French aren't very uh, cordial to the Americans. Like, if they know you're American, then... they they're not very nice to you. is that
1: I have not found that to be true. Okay, um, what they want and which I understand um, is just for you to make an effort to speak their language, yeah, respect right, respect them sure. and their language and their culture and stuff yeah. like that. But um, everyone that I knock on, what everyone I've encountered for the most part is been so kind, and everybody's willing to help you or okay. you know try and make sense of it. Yeah. Um, most of them, most Parisians speak English decently well. Yeah. Um, they may pretend like they don't because they don't want to hassle. <laughs> (laughs) They don't want to deal
0: with you. Which, you know, if you could do that in this country, like, and at times I have been able to pull that off (laughs) where I can pretend not to speak English so people will just go away. Mm -hmm. I think more people would take advantage of that. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes when Mike wants something, like, I, I just be like... Be like uh, no speech English.
1: Uh, no papa uh, Yeah,
0: no papa anglais. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah.
1: Um. I well, I always listen to what Mike has to say, so I'm there for Mike. Okay, I'll, I'll listen to him. You're,
0: it's okay. You don't have to. He fears <laughs> off on a lot of tangents, and uh, as you know, he cracks me up. As you know, he cracks
1: me up. The best is I have definitely. Do
0: have a, yeah. Do you have a favorite Mike Zapsic moment? <sighs>
1: Um. I yeah. I can't say it on the air though. Was, oh, you can. No, it was so oh, bad. My God. Do you remember okay. we were in the car on the way to Rick and Morty, and he was making the joke about? Do you remember that? I. I. I'm,
0: he just made many jokes, so <laughs> you may have to be more specific on that. I will
1: tell you later. He made an off-color joke. He made, yes, and it was so funny, and I still laugh about it. Okay. Um. But I think it would. Wow. It was very offensive.
0: Wow. Mike zapsick like, <laughs> Wow.
1: It was about a dead celebrity and how they died, and it was really.
0: Funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it was really funny. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. Um. But also, I was in an elevator with him one time, and uh, I made an inappropriate joke mm-hmm. accidentally. Uh, I made I made some sort of blasphemous comment to him. And oh, okay. I looked over, and the other people in the elevator were like three nuns in their like four habits. Yeah, when we were in Houston, I think we were
0: somewhere. Oh my god, really? And I
1: was like mortified. And they got off the elevator, and the doors closed. And Mike was like, "Yeah, you said that. You said that in
0: front <laughs> of them." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> High five, Lady Laban.
1: Yeah, thanks, thanks, High five. Queen of Timing over here. High five. It was um, it was hilarious. But I love hanging out with you guys because um, y'all are fun and we're also. Fun there's things that come out of your mouths that like, I don't, I don't know why I wasn't expecting it, but that happens all the time. Especially Mike and Brian. Like I kind of like Mike and Brian will say things. I'm like,
0: oh my god Was that real did they yeah, really just say that
1: yeah,
0: that's uh that's why the world loves them so much.
1: okay yeah i get that i get that yeah. yeah um and then and then what always amazes me is when brian tells me that i'm intelligent and i'm like
0: <sighs> he doesn't tell anybody that I know. again he doesn't compliment very i know when he You're compliments me them. i'm
1: like waiting for the other shoe to drop for him right. to say something insulting but, but. but.
0: And yeah there's no butt though no, no no but so yeah yeah. Really he's he's liked you ever since like he met you, I think. It That's must have so been funny. probably I think it was Houston, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. The year that he actually made it. Yeah. Yeah he missed a whole year of you because apparently he got sick. Apparently. Yeah.
1: Think of all the times we could have had together.
0: I know. It's his loss. It is, yeah. It's his loss. Yeah. So um, back to Paris real quick. (laughs) How do you find the underground Paris? Um, When I go to a new city, Mm -hmm. uh, I either go to uh, like a bar or or I'll start my morning off at a coffee place. Like one of those hipster-ass ones Mm -hmm. that you know I love so much. Right. And I talk to the baristas and I'm like, hey, where should I eat breakfast? Yeah. Where should I hang out tonight? Like, where's your favorite stuff? And some of them have legit stopped what they were doing and made me a list. Hey, really? And even though I'm at like one coffee shop, they're like, oh my God, you should hit the uh, this other one across town. Yeah. I'm like, isn't that your competition? And you're like, I don't care. It's really good. And I like that. I love that.
1: Paris is a little bit different um, just because they're, I don't, you know, I mean, they someone might do that for you, might have those kind of recommendations. Okay. But for the most part, I don't think it would be like that. But the rule of thumb for dining in Paris um, is the food is going to be good pretty much
0: anywhere. Sure. They, because they care and they put, right. they they put butter on everything. They,
1: right, and they, they really care and um I, I have celiacs so I eat gluten-free and everybody's yeah. like, oh, it's going to be so hard when you go to Paris and actually Paris is easier than a lot of places in the U.S. because they know every ingredient that's in their food.
0: Because they care. Because
1: they care. Right. Right, so, when you eat in Paris, when you dine in Paris, what you do is you look, you go on the side streets, you don't go on the main drags, you go on the side streets, you find the small hole in the wall places. Um, I can give you a list of some good places, um, but with your amazing culinary nose, (laughs) I think you'll, you'll find some places. Um, I like this restaurant called Matignon and it, it turns into a nightclub at a certain point. Like it's like oh, a restaurant okay. then turns, the food's really good. And then there's a restaurant called Yields, which is extremely, it's next to Crazy Horse. Okay. Um, It's like super beautiful and fancy. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time I go, I have a few little places I hit because um, there's three or four specifically gluten-free restaurants. Right. And I always hit those and they're small, kind of hard to find. Um, one of them is Biosphere. 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 Um, <laughs> and... I love it. I love it there. The owner's super nice, and I, you know, she always remembers me when I come in. And
0: that's uh, that's the key. Yeah, so isn't that, right? is that it great is. when you go yeah. to places like, what's up, Ming?
1: Yeah. Um, and then I found one last time. Uh, oh God, I can't remember the name. Um, but uh, no glue. No glue. no glue. Yes. Oh, as it no gluten? Right. Oh, yes. that's cool. And it was super fancy. Although I had I had French fries with my food okay. and i asked for ketchup and they made fun of me because like we don't have ketchup here Ketchup i up, was like catch, and catch. there's the
0: parisians <laughs> oh yeah like but we, we have may- mayonnaise
1: exactly and they brought me mayonnaise the <laughs> <Le,
0: le> mayonnaise <laughs> it
1: was like aioli it was
0: like fancy okay um but, <laughs> there's some garlic and yeah, olive oil exactly. in there. yeah that's what makes an aioli ladies but, and gentlemen um
1: but yeah, I mean when eating there you it's you can't really go wrong okay. um the there's all sorts of little like it, food is a production there as we've, sure. we've discussed and food is important to them yeah. and meals are important to them. So I love it because you go and you have a th- you know 2-3 hour meal. It's not nothing's fast uh, when it comes to that. One of my other favorite spots is this place called yummy and guilt-free and it's gluten-free waffles and they do sweet and savory that's the name yummy and guilt-free that is the name and i hit (laughs) it up all the time
0: how ironic i
1: love it so much like i i have gone so out of my way to get a croque monsieur Waffle from Yummy and Guilt Wow! Like I have ridden, like I've like gone on a train and ridden like four stops on the underground oh, just sure. to get. Okay, so yes. you, yeah. Oh, I've... I take the I take the metro there. It's yeah. super easy to I, use. I can relate. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I've sure driven across
0: can. town to get yeah taco breakfast tacos. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, stuff yeah, like that. I've taken you know thirty minute Uberized for a donut. <laughs> um, it's worth it. Oh, it totally is for yeah. that
1: culinary experience. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I recommend navigating Paris. Download the metro app. And, okay. and it'll you can put in the address where you're going and it'll tell you the stops to take. It's super easy. I think it's easier than London's underground. Yeah. London's I find a little bit confusing. Like okay. I I get it now, but it took me a couple years. Like right. I, the Paris one I got pretty quickly. So
0: Wow, okay. So yeah. you take public transportation, you don't you won't Uber everywhere. No, I don't okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't Uber everywhere. I take public I, transportation. Because
0: that gives you the real experience. I think you, so, yeah. yeah.
1: And I've always lived in places that don't have good public transportation. Right. I grew up primarily in Austin, Texas. Yeah, there's no
0: tube there no, 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 underground. No. yeah.
1: There's one little train that goes out to the suburbs, no. way north of the city. Like my parents, where I grew up, is like right by downtown, so it doesn't, right. it didn't run uh, near our house. And then here in L.A., I don't, yeah, I don't use it, you know. So, but there, I like to, I love to go to Paris and like be fully immersed, right? So
0: that's cool. how many times have you been? Have you? Do you um, have a count?
1: I think I've been like six or eight times. Oh my god! Okay, that's a yeah. good, that's a good amount. Yeah, I'm going in July and I'm going in October also this really?
0: year. And you've already weren't you just there?
1: I was there in uh, February. Yeah.
0: Okay, so three—that's three times <laughs> that's this three year. Three
1: times this year. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And you were there primarily because you have clients from the TV show The One Hundred. The One Hundred. Yeah. Okay. The One
1: Hundred is huge, or the Hundred, as is, is technically the name. The Hundred is huge in Europe. Okay. It, it's absolutely massive. I. I have very little interest in the states it's just not very not as popular here right. even though it's about to they got picked up against they're going yeah. into their sixth season yeah. um their fifth season is currently airing it's not as popular here but in europe it is insane it's blown up yeah wow, okay the fans are so uh loving and so generous yeah. and, and it's kind of like we usually do this kind of tour where we do like three cities kind of sort of close together last year it was all in a row and we did uh we started in Paris then to Germany, then in London, and a lot of the same fans came. And then this year they were a little more spread out, but the fans just keep coming.
0: Like the same fans. The
1: same fans. Holy crap. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's super cool.
0: Wow. Uh what's the appeal? I guess I know it's a younger cast. They're like very <laughs> it attractive.
1: Is, yes. <laughs> They're hands down, the best to their fans that any actor Oh, good. I've okay. Ever seen. Yeah, and that that yeah, um, that
0: definitely carries yeah. over oh yeah i people mean people find out and yeah they, people appreciate that
1: yeah um and i i you know i can't take credit obviously for all of it but i definitely it's something that's important to me the people that i work with i want them to be super engaging oh god um, yeah you know i don't i don't work with anyone that doesn't want to be doing what we're
0: doing yeah well i mean the campus is, is weird like you yeah you go up to a table you meet a celebrity yeah and then once you're there you know you're there for an autograph or a selfie yeah. or whatever but Experiences very wildly. Wildly, to, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. To, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. How, uh Thanks for watching the show. And um, what are you, what are you up to t- right. today? What, what yeah. was your favorite episode? Um, yeah. Which is. How I like to do it,
1: right? You're extremely. You're like the hundred cast. You're extremely
0: engaged. <laughs> How do I get on the I'm too. I'm way too old for this cast. You, first you of know, all, you know, you might be a little old for <laughs> yeah, the it. Average yeah. age is like twenty-two. Yeah,
1: there's a few adults, but they're pretty well-established characters. Right. so yeah, at they're, this point. they're like yeah. they're the grizzled
0: like captains or right, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: one's a doctor. I the can
0: I can play young. Like,
1: hey guys, yeah, what's going on? You totally can. Yeah, um, I
0: can get romantic. I can do romantic scenes.
1: I would love to see you <laughs> get like romantic.
0: me and i don't know who was like laura no wait that's bitten like i don't well, oh
1: that was laura vandenport that's bitten yeah right
0: who is um who, you um god you had a, a one of your blonde pretty clients um was in dallas with us one year for new year's eve chelsea chelsea what's her last name reese chelsea reese yeah she was super cool
1: oh chelsea's the greatest yeah, yeah chelsea's awesome super cool. i
0: would do you know for acting of course right well you know I would do her a character
1: room. on the show is with the asian like an asian guy <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. is it the Asian that's also your client? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Who
1: shout out to Chris Larkin. Chris he'll, Larkin. He'll yeah. never listen to this cuz he doesn't use technology. Okay. But he's one of my favorite humans on the planet.
0: He looks like a really good guy. He's one of the
1: few people that called me on my birthday last Friday. Like oh my called God. me to wish me happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know Old how he you knew. Yeah, I don't even know how he you knew it was my birthday. Yeah. But he called me. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday by the way. Thank you. Uh, eight, uh May eleventh, everybody. 11th, yeah. Yes. May eleventh. I'm old now.
0: Yeah. I noticed that you had an Asian client and Chris Larkin. Yeah. And I met him briefly at Dragon Con last yes, year. Yes, yes. That's and yeah, Chris is the greatest. I you know, as an Asian. Right. Um, Did you guys was, bond? We we didn't talk very long. Mm. We didn't talk very long. But um, you know, as a fellow Asian on in the media mm-hmm. and you know, as an as, he's a and he's a real actor. <laughs> That's that's made it. He got cast. He yeah. went through the audition. It's very hard as as most people know by now. Um yeah, I got to give it up for him.
1: You know, he um he <laughs> I'm so mad about this. I asked him one time we were somewhere and I was just making conversation and I was like, "Chris, you are so you're so introverted, and you're so quiet. Mm-hmm. How did you get into acting? You know, tell tell me about this." Yeah. I'm fascinated by people's stories anyway. Sure. And he goes, "Well, he goes, I was actually working in a, uh, a food science lab. Uh, I'm a food scientist. I like to study this. The, the science, science of food. food, yeah. And I was like, "Oh no way!" And he's like, "Yeah, I was working at Food Science Lab, and like they just kind of discovered me, and then put me on the show." And I was like, uh, "Really? That's incredible! Did that really happen?" He was like, "No, of course it didn't." happen.
0: <laughs> and then just walked away. And I was like, "That, that oh, okay?" That's his like story. <laughs> I'm that, so
1: mad about how I believed him. Like that's on I me. Mean, but I mean,
0: it doesn't sound. I I don't know how Hollywood works. I didn't have to go through the system.
1: It doesn't God, work like that,
0: luckily. <laughs> but I imagine there's you go to you study acting, and then you yeah. Go. I don't. Wherever you get, you know, audition yeah. notices, and then you go to the audition, and then you say some lines into a camera. I, that's basically how. In front how it of a bunch of people, and yeah. then They're like, okay, we, you know, will you come back? They call yeah, you back. Yeah, or and most they, of the time they're like, yeah, you're now. in. You're in.
1: No, that's not what happens most of the time. They're like goodbye.
0: Yeah, goodbye, and then they call you back. and like, hey, we we kind of like you. We come back in. You do that like ten. I times. like your
1: optimism about how acting works,
0: Ming. I I because I don't. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't. I I don't have to do it. Nor nor do I want to. So. Right.
1: Well, you've got a your gig is like your position is perfect.
0: You've got a good gig. very. I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. Yes.
1: Um. I have finally seen a couple episodes of your show. Oh, did you not watch? I had never seen it. I've known you for years and never watched it. Oh,
0: really? I'm really sorry. I don't care. <laughs> do I, ask me if I care. Um,
1: I enjoyed it. It's adorable. Well, you know all the
0: guys. I uh, do, so save, that, for, save for Walt, but
1: Yeah, I just don't know Walt, but I'm gonna come I'm gonna come this summer and meet yeah.
0: Walt. He'll uh <laughs> Walt's Walt. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully if, I can win him over. He'll be like, like Oh hey, over. and that was that's pretty will probably pretty much be it.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna win him over like a won over Brian Johnson. Okay brian's a little easier
0: to win over oh
1: wow brian's easier than walt okay yeah
0: well brian has certain tastes and oh you know what i'm saying oh i see yeah 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 Yeah. he
1: enjoys my huge talents
0: yes yeah Mm -hmm. we yes
1: yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: at Lainey labans everybody
1: (laughs) (laughs) my huge talents are on display frequently on my instagram
0: you have a lot of talent thank you yes thank you yes and you're blessed as well
1: Thank you, Ming. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well,
0: I've met your parents. They're they're <laughs> blessings in themselves. So. They're
1: nice people. They're they're good people. My dad actually told me one time, uh, in his like very like not very nice but like loving, aggressive kind of way. Okay. If you ever get on TV, don't ever involve me in it. And I was like, Okay, dad, I won't involve
0: you in it. Were you planning on
1: involving him?
0: No. And okay. I don't know
1: where that came from. He was like, oh. I'm not gonna be on I don't wanna be on TV ever and I was like, Okay. okay.
0: Alright, so he's he he knows you're going to be on TV so he wants no part of it. Yeah, when I guess it so. Yeah,
1: he doesn't whatever it is. Okay. I don't know if he thinks it's cuz I'm like going to commit murder and like be on like true crime or right. something. But uh but he did I did get him to to agree to being on which I don't think is going to happen cuz we're not based in Georgia. But I really want to put him on Queer Eye for the Straight oh, Guy really? Season 2. Yeah. But I think they're only doing stuff in Georgia that's what they did for season one. I think maybe that's why he said yes because he knew it wasn't realistic.
0: I would watch that episode in a heartbeat. Right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: That would be know your father is a
0: pretty straight-laced guy um,
1: yeah like super ha- yeah and like has worn the same clothes since the 80s yes you know he's just like got his style and like you and know he's stuck with and he's it stuck with it But and he's you know like, a very
0: upstanding uh businessman yeah, like
1: good dude yeah Runs
0: five mile he's athletic he's yeah. personal did he get a personal trainer yes he's, he's a personal certified training personal people
1: trainer yes um
0: he's he goes on this bike trip to mexico every year which <laughs> yeah. i want to go with him like he wants really you to bad. go he
1: asked me all the time he's like what's up uh, what? i have like, a Like, Ming's busy, Dad. He's like, we need to get Ming in on this. I'm like, yeah, I
0: have a bike. Do you? Yes. I have legs.
1: Perfect. That's what you need.
0: Yes. And I own sunglasses, so let's go. Perfect.
1: And they always stay in a Winnebago, like right on the border between Mexico and Texas. Yeah. In this, like, little Winnebago park. I just,
0: I will bring this gear with me and we will podcast podcast an episode of Every Day We Ride. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Yeah. So it would be like you're there with us.
1: Oh, great. Oh, man. Oh, right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah,
0: are you out of the country more than you're in the country? It seems like at times you are. It you feels counted? like it. Okay.
1: Um, I haven't counted, but I know that l- I think it was last year, maybe no, maybe it was 2016, either 2016 or yeah. 2017. I only spent four weeks in LA,
0: <laughs> which and this is where you live, and this is where I live. Yeah, yeah,
1: like total, like four <laughs> weeks at it, like four weeks at a time was the most I spent in LA, right. and then like a cu- cumulative was like a little more than that. Yeah. But yeah. It was insane.
0: Yeah. do you, Do you like Europe? I you, do. You're primarily in Europe, just a yes. preference. Uh,
1: primarily in Europe, although I did get to go to New Zealand last year. Yeah, which which was awesome.
0: Yeah, because you went to like the Shire and all yeah, that. Yeah, they stuff. took
1: us to the Shire. That's, oh, that's um, badass. Shout out to Bill and his team at Armageddon Expo. An amazing convention. Yeah. Amazing people. The people of New Zealand are so kind. Although everything closes at like 4 p.m. and so I was like, surprised <laughs> about that because oh. like I'm from like big city, like where you can like get you know food in the middle of the night and it's like no yeah. it closes at 4 p.m. yeah um but yeah um there are sheep there are more sheep than there are people in the country oh okay yeah. uh but it was a blast like we had so much fun I went with ricky um and i love traveling yeah
0: ricky, ricky widow from american gods yeah, from american one gods. of your amazing clients yes yes cool dude big guy best. pretty boy yeah. Great actor. Yep.
1: He's all those things. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, I call him my human Xanax because like I'm a very, I'm a very high-strung person. I'm a very anxiety-riddled person. Be. I can be. And he's
0: very calm. And
1: he just calms me down. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I love traveling with him. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know I'm going to be fine. Right. So we might be, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, we, there, we, hopefully we're very close to locking in a deal on a continent that we've never done a show on
0: before. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. The okay. He hasn't done a show on before. Okay. So.
0: I I have a few. I've I like I want to get in these Chinese cons.
1: I know you should like be able Beijing to Beijing and Shanghai. Yeah, I you think, don't read pop does Shanghai.
0: I know. I think the problem is is that I'm Chinese. Ironically enough, oh, they want. I I don't know. I yeah. suspect that they want more exotic.
1: Right, the exotic other, white be, person. You know, they
0: have whatever six billion or eight billion right. Chinese people, and like oh another one. But on the <sighs> no, other no. hand, like here, the way you know you've made it in the U.S. as a Asian mm-hmm. is that they put your they write a story about you and they put your picture in the Chinese newspapers every day. And I know this because my mom would get the Chinese newspaper. And I've seen, um, I don't know who else has been in there. There used to be a picture for the Yankees named uh, Chen Ming Wang. Mm-hmm. And they, he was in there all the time. Yeah. Or, you know, like Jackie Chan would be in there. What about like, there. John Cho? Where's... Um, I never saw John Cho in the Chinese newspaper. He may oh, be, I,
1: is he Chinese? I don't he know. He
0: might be Korean, actually. He might be so, Korean. Chris Larkin's Korean. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, one day. Just so finally, my mom will be impressed with. Her. I just want to well, one. So you're not in there yet. Picture in the Chinese newspaper It's not happened yet. Comic Book Man is not aired in, in the Asian continent
1: mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's 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 on the that's on the goal list now. Get, I suspect with Mingxin. that many
0: people, they will need like content, and eventually it will hit right? over there. Yeah. And um, like you said, the 100 became uh, the the hundred. The hundred is huge in Europe. Huge in Europe. I'm waiting for like. Huh, do you do you know you're huge in like Malta? I'm like, oh right. my god, yeah. yeah
1: could, you know, I mean, could you be huge in some place like Monaco so we could go there? Oh I would love god. to go to the south of France. Yes, like the Medi- or the Mediterranean. Yes. Like like be huge in the Mediterranean.
0: Yeah. So as of now, I think we've aired in Australia, and New Zealand in, in a limited capacity, the Dutch territories like the Netherlands mm-hmm. and stuff. And we're currently in Latin America. Like every Saturday and Sunday on, on whatever AM Latin AMC Latin Latin uh-huh. it's on at noon. That's on cool. Saturday and Sunday. That's awesome. Yeah. So occasionally we'll get people from Latin America in the store.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. You need to get on Netflix because right now you're not on any streaming oh my God. platforms. I,
0: tell me about it. And that yeah. would we really... Were,
1: I know that's a water is wet statement, but I'm just yeah, letting you know. We were
0: there for like two or three years up to season three and then we were gone for whatever reason. I'm like, dang well, it. Well,
1: they removed RuPaul also, which is like literally what keeps me going. Yeah, and people are like, like, why aren't
0: you there? I'm like, you know what? Money? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how this works. I don't, so. I
1: don't know. I don't know how it works either because I feel like they remove things that people watch all the time. And yeah. I'm like, what are you
0: doing? Yeah. I think we worked extremely well on Netflix though.
1: Yeah. I think that kind of show does. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like of- I was talking to people. I was like, we watch when you were on Netflix, we watched you every day. Like we would just go yeah. and repeat it. And yeah. Cause you don't necessarily have
1: to look, or- you can listen while you're oh doing God, other yeah. things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You don't. Yeah. I, I like to describe it like you only need half a brain to watch Comic Book Man. Like, you could be oh. half comatose. Oh,
1: shout out to all the Comic Book Man fans.
0: <laughs> no, I just, you could be. You are right. not. You don't have to be. They're
1: an intelligent group, but they don't have to be.
0: Yeah, meaning, you know, like episodic, you have to start yeah. at the beginning. Comic Man, yeah, yeah. you just jump right in. Season right. five like, oh, Stan Lee came in today. That's right, cool. Right,
1: Robert E. Lynn
0: yeah yeah be like oh man they're making fun of ming again oh all, <laughs> all those guys that's so funny yeah so uh, one day we'll be huge in some like luxembourg or something and i would be fine with that
1: great i'll go with you <laughs> at,
0: at, at comic-con Lux, Lux, luxembourg <laughs> oh
1: my god yeah that's funny
0: um you're also a writer i am you're yes. currently writing uh screenplays and novels yes okay. hoping to
1: get something off the ground how's wow. that going it's going all right it's going well um i i i write a lot of short stories and i put those up online okay. um if you go to my instagram yeah. my the link to my website is in my profile so okay. you can click it yeah everybody um, check that out everybody i would really appreciate it tell me if you love it tell me if you hate it like yeah. i any feedback is welcome um i but yeah i'm working on a full-length novel right now that i've been working on for for uh, quite some time okay. but i finally feel like i'm on the down you know Downward slope of
0: like you're you can see the finish line. I can see the finish okay. line.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm almost the first the first draft from beginning to end is almost complete. And then there's just things I want to punch up dialogue and yeah, stuff I'm like sure. that. But like the I can see the whole thing in my head. The I whole can't wait story. to read it. I don't know. I I hope that it makes it and that people read it and that okay. people like it. So Now a
0: major motion picture. That's the right New York <laughs> Times bestseller, and then now a major motion yes, picture. Yes,
1: yes, that would be awesome. Right. Um, but uh, I write. Fiction, and I write. Um, I write fantasy. Um, so I primarily about vampires and werewolves and witches. Oh, cool. Okay, the stuff
0: that you love. The
1: stuff that I love. Okay, the stuff that I have loved since I was very, very young.
0: Have you put parts of yourself in these writings?
1: Um, maybe a little bit. Okay, sure. I think yeah. Um,
0: uh, the greatest uh, advice that Kevin Smith has given. He's given a lot of advice. One of the greatest Mm -hmm. advice is that given is uh write what you know
1: yeah well it's funny because when people find out i'm a writer everybody everybody wants me to write the same thing and that is everybody wants to know this wacky crazy stories of oh, the I have con life from con life and that's not what i want to write right. i don't feel like i i told um i told this gentleman the other day when uh he's a friend of a friend and we met for the first time and he asked me what i did and he's a writer and and he said, we were talking about writing, and he asked me about my job, and I told him, and he said, well, there's your story. And I said, yeah, but that story's not done yet. Right. And, I've well, still I mean, got... Never
0: mind that you're actually still working in this profession. Th- exactly. So, you know, That's you, what don't I'm want saying. It, you don't want to write... I'm not trying it, to burn it, any it, bridges no, right now. No. And I'm
1: also, you know, like there's a lot of things that happen that I feel like I would love to someday put those down on paper, but I would definitely have to change the names because they happened. They happened in such confidential situations that although it would be cool, it would it would make a cool story. I think I would rather write it into fiction because if I write it, I I would never want to tell people who it really was. Right, (laughs) like the story I told you today in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then,
0: (laughs) yeah. Although I like the way that Alan Tudyk is done. He has a a, a online series called Con Man. Yeah, yeah, and he's kind of. Um some pretty much fictionalize his convention experiences, but there's a lot of truth to yeah. um uh, the stuff that he's written and put on screen
1: I will uh very quickly tell you a story uh okay. from one of my one of my uh con- hashtag con life stories
0: okay N- uh, names have been changed the names the yes, the names
1: are being withheld okay. i um I did a con in a town called Blackpool, which is in England, yes, Blackpool is not the nicest place on the planet um you know no no offense to the lovely people of blackpool or the city of blackpool but yes. it was um surprising how um uh derelict it was okay yeah uh long story short the the promoter ran off with all the money
0: okay and that that's happened before that's we, happened we were, before we both been to those conventions yeah we were like at the same we were, we were there at the same time yeah.
1: yeah yeah we were at a con and yeah that that happened mm-hmm. um so this happened in blackpool so we're waiting around to get paid. I'm in the hotel bar of this super old hotel and this uh, <laughs> this older gentleman, older actor walks up to me and um, he said something to the effect of, um, there's nothing good that could come from you and I knowing each other. Okay. And I just look at him and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then he went on to say something about how many ex-wives he had and how many children, and okay. how he didn't need any more of either. Okay, but he was, you know, pleased to make my acquaintance. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, you've given some clues there, but yeah, you yeah. can. It's up to you to narrow that down.
1: <laughs> um, and so, so that was that was surprising. Um,
0: and this was at the end of the con. Yeah, crumbling. this was this
1: was at the end. This right. was when things were so bad. Yeah, like things were so bad
0: they couldn't possibly get worse and then you're like like like,
1: well like on the one hand i was i was flattered on the other i i was so horrified (laughs) just because i didn't know how to like what to like what to say to that it was such a such a good line in yeah. some ways, like, I kind of want to use that. Yeah. Like, there's nothing good that wow, can man. come from you and wow, I. Oh man, you know Stan Lee, there? man. A, <laughs> holy
0: crap! I, I didn't. He seems like such a nice guy. It's not, it wasn't <laughs> it Stan, was Stan. It wasn't Stan Lee. although
1: I have, I have definitely had, I've had, um, you know, Stan is, a, is very charming and has also said some adorable things. He's to me. flirty, but he's not, flirty. not creepy, but flirty. No, no adorable, exactly. no. adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, love Stan, but um, yeah, so. So that was surprising. Sure. So like I'm going through the motions, like trying to get paid, not getting paid. Right. You know. So the next, I'm I'm not even sure. Like I'm actually worried that they're going to cancel all of our flights.
0: Like, yeah, you You're stranded.
1: Yeah, I was like scared I was going to get stranded. And it's there. it's
0: happened. It's happened. Not yeah. to us. Not to me. Not to me. But I thank I've, God. Yeah. But- it has happened.
1: And several people, several actors who were there who lived in England and had trained in, mm-hmm. they were stranded. Like the train, the trains, they didn't book their trains home. Oh. So like that's a little bit easier to, to deal with. Yeah, you but just still, buy another train ticket. Right, exactly. Sure. But still, like they went all the way to the station yeah. and had no ticket. Yeah. So the next day, once again in the bar, because the promoter said he was going to meet us all there and uh, he did not. Mm. Uh, but this actor came up to me again sat down at a table with me and an, another young lady. I got up to go, uh, find my business partner. And when I came back, the actor was gone and I asked the girl I was hanging out with and she goes, he didn't want to talk to me. He just wanted to talk to you. And I was like, Oh, oh. I thought we'd had our, <laughs> I thought everything that was needed to be said between us happened last night, but apparently not. Right. No, he
0: came back for more. Everybody. <laughs> yes.
1: He came back wanted to double dub. <laughs> So so yeah, that's just one of the many. But yeah, so people always want me to write that and maybe someday yeah. I will. Um I think I have a few ideas about how I could write it in a fictional way using all of using a lot of my stories. Yeah. Um
0: I sign me up, take my money, okay. I'll, all right, deal.
1: I'll let you know. Um you know, and also a lot of times I think uh because I grew up in the in you know, the world of, I, I never wrote or read fan fiction, but fan fiction was so prevalent in a lot of like my, my internet friends. Yeah. Cause I didn't have real, I didn't have like real life friends growing up. I just had internet friends. Um, and so I've been in a lot of situations where the, my first thought is I look around at what's happening and I'm like oh my god this is a fan fiction story
0: <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs>
1: I'm like, this but, is it, but it's fiction. not
0: it re- happened
1: it's like my actual life it yeah for real though yeah so it's like it's really crazy. it's really crazy um, but yeah I want to I want to write stories um, you know about unrequited love between vampires but I don't know if anybody wants to read my stories I, like that <laughs>
0: let me remind you that there's like a multi-billion dollar franchise out there called Twilight right and that, that, yeah and, and other One's that I can, I know, Underworld. I know does it kind happen in Underworld. Yeah,
1: you know and, exactly. So yeah. I'm hoping that the market is still there for that, and the people think, will read I it. I think
0: it is. Well, hopefully, I so. I think it is. Like, and Rice <laughs> ain't the only game in town.
1: Exactly, which I love. Actually, uh I have her werewolf book, the Wolf's Gift. Wolf Gift over there, yeah. it's signed. I got it signed. Oh wow! Yeah, me and one of my dolls went and met her. Nice. She's a doll collector, so she was very excited really? to see him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. She was um, like, "Oh, I love him."
0: What I love about your writings, though, is uh, you've already attached soundtracks to them, which yes. I've, um, some of them are public, some are not public, yeah. but I've heard some of them and they're, I, as a fan of music and uh, um, classic rock in particular, I'm pretty, I love them. Yeah, yeah. They, a lot of classic rock kids.
1: This, uh, the novel that I'm working on right now, I have a playlist on Spotify and it is, um, it is to go with the book. Um it doesn't I can't say that it you know, that all the songs directly relate, but they make me feel a type of way that I want, you know, that that and they've inspired me and stuff like that. Um so my idea is is when the book gets published, um, to have
0: that song list Yeah, and I think in there. I'm pretty sure this is how Cameron Crow writes, right? I doesn't think it make is, the soundtrack yeah. first I think
1: and he, he kinda does. writes around it. Yeah, and he's definitely a a huge inspiration of mine I I love his stuff so. Yeah Can
0: I read off these tracks So people yeah. can make Their own playlist Yes uh, So number one Is uh, This Magic Moment By Lou Reed Which is I mean yeah. Lou Reed And that's buddy. actually a, a cover
1: song. But I like his version better Yeah
0: Then Little Lies From Fleetwood Mac You know <laughs> Tell Me Lies Tell Me Sweet Little Lies I mean, That's a classic Yeah That's a classic uh, Somebody's Baby By Jackson Brown who, Which you may know From uh, Fast, Fast Times, Times At Ridgemont mm-hmm. High Which is great uh, Tom Petty's American Girl Yeah Which again A classic Uh, Oh You Pretty Things by David Bowie Yep. Which Yeah these are all amazing Um,
1: I have a couple David Bowie on there
0: Yeah uh, Yeah Modern Love Yeah
1: David Bowie
0: Uh, Peter Frampton, Show Me The Way Yeah Which is uh, Awesome I'm a big fan of Frampton Comes Alive Yeah me too yeah Formerly one of the greatest The largest selling live albums of all time
1: Yeah it's phenomenal
0: Uh, Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks Yep Uh, Is This What You Wanted by Leonard Cohen I mean these are like really This is pretty cool (laughs) Uh, Razor Love by Neil Young and Romeo and Julia by Dire Straits. Yeah. Um a lot of this stuff came out before you were born, so I how All of you
1: came out before I was born.
0: Even Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, where did this love for i guess i i I, do we have your parents to credit for this?
1: yeah yeah my my dad i mean it's one of his more annoying qualities but i guess i should thank him for it my dad plays music all the time and never anything that anyone else wants to listen to um but i have really distinct (laughs) memories growing up um uh him driving me to school and we would always be listening to like from a very early age i knew most of the most of the words to all the songs on uh, paul simon the paul simon album i was playing earlier
0: oh yeah with Uh, the, the well, Graceland, Graceland it,
1: yeah. yeah um I love it you know and and you know they exposed me to all that kind of stuff very very early on and not to say that I don't I love a lot of really current music too but a lot of my favorite artist is Rick Springfield who was really big in the 80s and he's still making music but he was
0: there's a tribute to him
1: there is yeah here. yeah in my part the, the tribute's not done yet I have a few more pieces I need to retrieve you know, from Austin the, the uh, Lady
0: Laban Studios here in, right. in Hollywood California <laughs> in
1: beautiful Hollywood California yep. um, but yeah and and uh, my mom was actually uh, she was a backup singer and she was a traveling musician what? yeah you didn't know that? no Oh, yeah, yeah, before really? I was born. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's an incredible
0: singer. What?
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. I yeah. had no idea.
1: Yeah, so they really um I, I am I'm tone deaf. So tone deaf. Uh unfortunately I did not get that. My sister got the musical bill. Okay. Um, although I did play clarinet for a year. Um, but anyway, so I all I hear is lyrics and I've always been interested in writing since I was very young. Yeah. So all the songs on the playlist are lyrically Interesting to me they okay. all have a line sometimes it's one line sometimes it's the whole yeah. you know a good chunk of the song yeah. that really to me relates to what I what my story is about Um, and so I also do this exercise where, um, I'll play a song and I'll write for the duration of the song, whatever comes in my mind. So it's like three to five minutes of just writing. You don't stop. You start wherever the spark takes off and you just go. Um, so music has always played a big part in my writing. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You should
0: shoot one of your scenes just for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah. And just put it to. To music. I would
1: love that. Yeah. I know. I know. Um. I mean, Ricky and a lot of my actors have been like, like Ricky's like, I want to do a short with you because I did a short film. God, it was. Like they, you've done
0: ago. a couple of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I did one with a with an actor, a recognizable actor, and then I've done a lot of little things, and so yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would love that. I would love to take. I would love to take a scene out of this novel that I'm working on, and and you know do that. So I don't even know if that would be possible, but maybe someday. <laughs>
0: i'm i'm sure it's possible <laughs> it's just doing it and finding the time the time is a tough part the yes. time is a tough. the part. time is yeah. a tough part yeah oh yeah. So, yeah for sure but yeah well good luck with all that well thank we see, you. get to see all of that hopefully so um, if you go to a convention yes. look for laney she's at yes. a lot of them uh we'll be at comic next yep. week
1: next next weekend in yeah. houston who, who are
0: your clients just um from? i
1: have orlando jones
0: yeah yeah all right yeah
1: he's amazing Come over and meet I, him. Nice guy. Yeah.
0: What's he from? Just for people who don't know him. What is he oh, like well from? Oh, man. Orlando has
1: an incredible career. Um, Orlando was in a f- one of my favorite movies called The Replacements. Okay. Uh, Orlando was in a movie called Evolution. Yes. Um, he was on Sleepy Hollow. That's a lot of people know yeah. him from Sleepy Hollow. He's currently on American Gods yes. with Ricky and a bunch of my other clients. Um, he was in Drumline. Yes, that's a big movie for yeah, him. Yeah,
0: hell of a guy, really funny dude. Yeah,
1: extremely talented. Um, I think he was in a
0: movie where uh, he played twin, both sets of twins.
1: Oh, really? Or, Maybe.
0: Yeah, but
1: he was also in Office Space. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: that's right. Yeah. He's like, hi. I used to he's be drunk, addicted to crack. crack. He's yeah. My favorite character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The best. He called me one time and we were talking about it and he recited the whole. From Office Space. Yeah. That, the hi. Whole I, thing. I I
0: used to be addicted to crack. Yeah. We um. I say that a lot because uh, there's this dude who comes in the store once a month. And he's trying to sell candy. Oh my god! Like you, you know everybody knows yeah, that guy yeah. who tries to sell like M and M's and stuff. And there, one time he came in, it was like literally a hundred degrees out, and I'm like, and I every time he comes in, I was like, hey man, if you ever get Skittles, I'll buy all of them. Cause I'm, I'm addicted to Skittles.
1: Oh, I didn't know that about. Good to know.
0: Yeah, like I'll do almost anything for Skittles. So <laughs> it's pretty great. It's not good, um, but he had all these like it was all chocolate candy. It was literally a hundred. 100 oh my god, it out. was melted. Yeah, and mm, I was like, dude, delicious. I, what do you, I, no, I don't want your melted, <laughs> your chocolate-covered pretzels for Mr. Svenning, from All so I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah, but every time he comes in, it's, you know, he leaves, and I'm like, hey, Mike, hi, I used to be addicted to crack, but not like, yeah, well, we're both, yeah, we're both huge uh, office Space fans. I'm trying to yeah. find the name of this movie that he was in where he, where he, he played both halves of twins. Yeah. Like I've- one- one of, uh, one of the twins was like real uptight and the other guy was kind of like more street, I guess. Yeah. Double take. Oh, yes. Yes. But he has this one. I never saw the movie where he has this one line in the trailer where it's like, you ain't representing. You ain't keeping it real. And I just, I, I don't know why. I, I <laughs> that just worked for you? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: Well, next weekend, you'll have to tell him that. I'm sure he would love to talk about it.
0: Yeah, so a man on the run takes another man's passport only to find himself stuck with the identity of a street hustler. So he plays both both halves nice. of... Uh, nice, nice. Bl- no, wait, maybe he doesn't. Maybe I'm remembering that. I, again, I didn't see the movie, but...
1: Right, so you're just making all this up.
0: Oh, no, I think Eddie Griffin plays the other guy, so... Oh, yeah.
1: All right, well, you have to tell him that you, enjoy, that you enjoy I that enjoyed that uh, line. I can't
0: even remember... Oh, I really think I should say it. I think you should. It's like, I yo, think... man, you are really great in Double Take.
1: I didn't see it, but I enjoyed the trailer.
0: All right. <laughs> I don't even know if it was him. It might be Eddie Griffin that said that line, actually. Oh, my actually. God.
1: We're going to have to look the trailer up later. Yeah,
0: anyway, it, anyways, double d- go see Double Take, everybody. <laughs>
1: in theaters... 20 years ago, yeah
0: um lastly can i get your opinion on the rob bruce mike zapsic fight because you have met both of them you've spent have. time with both I of have, them yeah uh rob came out here to la one year he did and um we young... all we all hung out for we an did. extensive period of time yeah he's a very big fan of yours <laughs> um, um, and of course mike zapsic also a big fan of right, yours right. you spent you've spent a lot of time with um <laughs> Uh, I'm. I think we talked. You haven't listened to the podcast, but uh, you should. You should. I need to. Yeah, if you. Uh, the last episode of this uh, Ming and Mike show, at number eighty-five. Okay. Details uh, a a altercation between Mike Tapsic and Rob Bruce. If you have not listened to it, I highly recommend it. Um, it's about a week ago they got into, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but they got into a tussle, and it was somewhat one sided. From Mike's perspective, I sure. don't have both sides, but well, but I told you what happened.
1: Right. You know, they say there are two sides to every story. Right.
0: And um,
1: but I've been in situations where there's not two sides to every story. Right. There's there's the right side and then there's the crazy right. side. So I don't know because I wasn't there, so I can't say that. Right. Um all I know is that I wish that you guys had cameras I know. in the the foyer. I know,
0: it would have been in, on YouTube like, oh, right yeah. away. It yeah. It would
1: be like that's the yeah, that's Yeah, long viral story
0: side. short, Mike um, got hit in the back of the head and kicked by Rob Bruce. Um <laughs> There, there was a you know they, had, they there was a disagreement over an incident that happened two days earlier right uh mike didn't hit back which i give him a lot of credit for yeah i think 99 percent of people out there would have hit back yeah um
1: i think you know mike is like um i think mike a long time ago was probably like a problematic person sure but like to, like the mike that i know
0: yeah pretty you know like he does have he does have a, a angry side i've seen him very angry at times but not yeah fist fight angry right yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's he'll be kind of zen in that respect yeah,
1: yeah, yeah and he's like a dad and like he like tries to like keep it real now yeah. and like not get too hot like hot headed yeah
0: yeah i mean i i do i give him again i've said this already but i really give him a lot of credit for not even taking a swing back not even he didn't even really think about it yeah he said he saw red he say, said he got mad he said he heard my voice in the back of his head, kind of like... <laughs> Are you his Jiminy Cricket? I, I don't... I would have told him to hit him. But Yeah, I, I joked around. I would have been like, finish him.
1: But, oh, my God. Yeah. I... Uh, you know, what if the whole thing never even happened? What if Bra- Rob Bruce doesn't even exist?
0: Oh, it's like it's like Fight Club. It's Club. So Mike, Rob Bruce is Mike's like alter ego. Yeah. Oh my God, that's a movie right there. We should write that.
1: Let's make it. We
0: should write that, where he's yeah he's he's uh, he's Tyler Durden. Yeah, he's, he's a Mike's Tyler, Tyler Durden. Durden. So he doesn't even exist. <laughs> that is a brilliant movie. That is brilliant. We'll look for that, yeah. everybody, in yeah. 2020.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Not so Fight the Club. The new Double Take. <laughs> yeah, new double. With starring Rob Bruce and Mike Zapsick. <laughs> Well, i'll keep you updated on that Good. story
1: please yeah keep me apprised of the situation if yeah. there are any changes to it i, I need to know so. yeah
0: but thank you for talking thank to me thank you for me. the this update the thank you for always enhancing my LA like, experience
1: <laughs> thank you for running around with me oh always on adventures always
0: <laughs> always to you know weed delivery services yeah and, yeah know, oh, weird yeah, we podcasts yeah and
1: no this is great
0: yeah for sure I love this well yeah. thank you yes of course and uh, we'll talk to you soon everybody. Sounds great uh, Bye. again at Lainey Labans everybody at
1: Lainey Labans follow me DM me but don't be weird <laughs>